0: Now it's time to put it all on the table through mediation. Your host, Teresa E. Keeves, is a professional mediator here to educate, inform, enlighten, and inspire everyone about the great benefits in the process of professional mediation to resolve conflicts, disagreements, and disputes relating to business or personal matters. Now, here's your host, Teresa E. Keeves.
1: Good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning to all of my listeners out there. This is Teresa E. Keyes, your host for Put It All on the Table through Mediation, and I'm broadcasting on the greattalkzone.com internet radio. You know, I've said this before, but I just love my theme music. You know, if it, it, it really gets me in the, in the, in the zone of things, you know, give me that little extra pep. As You know, once again, thank you for tuning in to me. I really appreciate it as I know that you have other choices out there and um, I'm getting great viewership and I really appreciate you taking your time, listening to me, downloading, you know, um, you know, my 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 shows and things. It really means a lot to me. Wow, you know, it it seems like it was just a few moments ago that I was talking to you guys because you know that I broadcast like every other Thursday now, but you know, it time is just going by so fast, isn't it? Oh MG. Now look, I want to tell you something out there. If you have a question or comment, please feel free to call in to one eight eight eight. Go for it. That's 1888. Go for it. Now, my guest this morning is going to be the world's best mental health therapist, Reginald C. Campbell. Okay? Now, he and I are going to be talking about um, you know, some things regarding our nation. As you know, I'm very concerned. The type the topic of our show is Will We as a Nation Ever Learn? Okay. So now let's talk about a few other things. All right. Now How am I doing? I'm doing just great. I am living to see another day that God has given me. And for that, I am so grateful. And I'm, um, you know, and I know that you guys are doing well out there, too. I can hear you loud and clear over the waves. And I'm happy for that. If you have any issues, I know that you You know, with all of the talks that I've given to you over over the time about how to resolve your issues, I know that you implemented some of those things and you got a resolution. Now, you know, you know that I'm going to talk a little bit about the weather here in Arizona and it is off the chain. okay? Um, like today it's going to be one hundred fifteen. But, you know, they say one hundred fifteen. But as I told you guys before, you, you factor in more because of the sun. So it's always going to be over 120. They just need to stop it. It's, it's 120 from now until, you know, but oh my gosh, you know, it's, it's a lot. And unfortunately, um, last week, um, it, you know, I hope I have this right. About six people transitioned. They said because of the heat, but as I was, uh, you know, saying to, um, uh, my engineer Dave, Hey Dave, shout out that five of the six were climbing a mountain. Come on now, you know, we all have common sense, but you know, if common sense was common, dot, dot, dot. Okay. Now, all right. As I said before, the topic of my show today is, will we as a nation ever learn? And once again, my guest today is the world's best mental health therapist, Rachel C. Campbell. So we're going to talk, guys, about a number of items within this topic during this hour. For example, the tragedies that continue to happen in this country and outside of this country due to hatred. And you know, we as a global nation, when these tragedies happen... We, the public, we cry about it because it's so hurtful. We, the public, voice our opinions about it, calling it acts of hate. The news media report on it for weeks and weeks. The talking heads on CNN, MSNBC, and all of the other shows talk about it, saying, you know, what should be done, what could be done, and as it is so hurtful, particularly to those people who lose their loved ones in a tragedy because no matter what, it's a tragedy. And this thing happens, ladies and gentlemen, over and over and over again, year after year after year. And no thing, not nothing, no thing seems to change with the exception that it's getting worse. Now, my guest and I are going to talk about some of the things that could possibly be a resolution or resolutions in addition to giving our opinions about the varying situations and maybe even interject a a number of things that, that, you know, we feel that will help for the betterment of our country, okay? Now, my guest is going to be joining me very, very shortly here, but I want to give a couple of shout outs. My first shout out I want to give is to all of the victims and their, and their families regarding the tragedy in Orlando, Florida. You know, it's a terrible thing that once again keeps happening in this country. And the, the tragedy that happened in Florida was even bigger. OK, and the, and the acts of hatred continues to plague this country. I want to know why. And I bet a lot of you out there listening also want to know why. And I also want to give a shout out to the Democrats in Congress as they are. They have demonstrated a sit in reminiscent to the 1960s guys. For all of you who are historians and for all of you who are not, please go and, you know, look, look these events up when large numbers of our populace took to the streets, for example, and to demonstrate their distaste for unjust behavior and prejudiced behavior that gripped this country like a vice. This demonstration that's, that was done in Congress went on into the wee hours of this morning, and it is being reported that the Republican Party, who presently controlled the Congress of the United States, continued to turn his head, give a blind eye, regarding implementing tougher gun control laws in this country, including listening to other methods from other individuals that would and possibly could assist in curtailing the lightweight methods for individuals to acquire guns of all types in this country. Now, the New York Times reported the following this morning. They said that a drained and dwelling group of Democrats, some draped in blankets and toting pillows carried their remarkable house floor sit-in past daybreak Thursday, which is today disrupting the business of Congress in the wake of the Orlando shooting rampage, which with demands for gun control votes in an extra in an extraordinary scene of protests live for the world to see. Okay. The report also says unyielding Republicans who control the chamber branded the move a publicity stunt and similarly adjoined the chamber at around 3 15 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, guys, until the 4th of July. Okay? Now, by 7 30 a.m. Thursday, 20 hours after the protest commenced, Around a dozen Democrats remained, including Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi, giving speeches that mixed victory declarations with vows to never back down in their drive to curb firearm violence. Come on now. While the Americans don't expect us to win, says Re- uh, Representative Al Green, a uh, Democrat of Texas, as dawn broke and the few remaining lawmakers sat in a paper-cluttered chamber beneath empty visitor galleries we demonstrated to the Americans why we can't get votes on common-sense measures now it also was reported guys that what the congress was doing is that they were you know passing you know, laws and things for the Zika virus. Now, is the Zika virus important? Yes, the Zika virus is important. Okay, I get that. But it is also very important to deal with the violence, particularly the gun violence that is in our country. Okay, now I'm going to bring on my guest. As I said before, he is the world's best mental health therapist, I want him to chime in on what on this talk right here early from the start, because, as I said, I I um admire this this person, not because he is the brother from the same mother and father, but because he is he has a lot to say. And what he says means a lot of sense. And I like to talk to sensible people. Good morning, Reginald.
0: Good morning, sis. How are you?
1: Hey. I'm moving and grooving and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just loving it every day, you know, that the God has given me and, you know, just, um, you know, want to get into this, this talk about, um, you know, the, the nation, you know, and the things that, that continue to plague and vice grip this nation, you know what I mean? So, okay. All right, brother, let's get to it. Now, anyone who listens to me, know that I'm concerned about the mean spiritness that continues to be invited into the minds and hearts of our nation's people, brother. And I won't even get into the global part. We're just going to stick with this country, okay? And what I mean by this is, in the wake of the consistent outlandish behavior of this nation's populace, let me just give some examples. Husbands killing wives, wives killing husbands, Parents killing, killing their children and the uptick of road rage and gun violence. The most recent, as I mentioned earlier in my shout out, is the large number of individuals who were killed and, and injured in Orlando, Florida recently. Now, mm-hmm. given this nation's history of violence and wars stemming back, regional hundreds of years ago, it would seem to me from a common sense point of view, because I am a common sense person, that individuals' minds would not want to tolerate these kinds of things knowing the outcome. Okay? There is no win-win in war. Okay? For example, so now, now, now Rachel, my question to you is this. Do you think we as a nation will ever learn and what is you know uh, you know if you could give us a couple of items that you think that would help us get on the you know a better footing regarding mm-hmm. the you know the violence that that you know has, has just gripped this 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 nation.
0: Yeah, well it's, it's it's so much, and again my my uh, heart goes out to uh, the people and the families in the Orlando uh, shooting last week, and not only them but. Uh, but everyone from Andy Hook and all of the, 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 the violent acts and the acts of that, that we don't hear about in, in every day uh, mm-hmm. that, that aren't broadcasted. Um, I, I was listening to a study last weekend and they said that the study was saying that this year there were 2000 shootings in Chicago, 2000 oh. shootings in Chicago. Now, they didn't break down the number of deaths or injuries or things like that, but still think about it. 2,000 shootings in the city of Chicago just this year, and we're in June, mm. you know. And then you break it down to how many deaths, how many, how many lasting physical in, uh, injuries, how many lasting psychological injuries, and that's just one city. Mm-hmm. That's just one city, so times all of the other cities in this country. Something, something has to be done about gun violence. And and I think majority leader Paul Ryan is a complete coward. Yeah, I said it. I think he's a complete coward and mm-hmm. he's been prostituted by the ARA and he won't even allow won't even allow a vote. Republican Representative Steve King Yesterday, in his response to the Democratic sit-in, said, I'm going to go out and buy a new gun.
2: Mm -hmm. Now, that's
0: another cowardly, stupid, asinine response. You know, people want action. People need action on gun violence. It's ridiculous that if you're on a no-fly zone, you can still go out and buy a gun. You that is the that, is the that is the craziest. Not not
1: not 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 to interrupt you brother, but that right there in itself how asinine and psychologically totally. inelped is that? Totally. I mean, really, come on.
0: Totally. It it you know, and stop with the First Amendment, you know, the Second Amendment. Oh, you know, my
1: God. Look, look, We're so going to talk about that allowed. later, too. We're going to get into yeah. that later. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 You know, you don't have to go out and hunt buffalo for for your meal. We have things called grocery stores now. Uh, hello. And, and, yeah. and I can meet. Uh, so, uh, you know, stop with it with the, you know, the majority of people, in my opinion, who are buying these guns, you're not going hunting. You're not going hunting with an M16 or AR-15 or an AK-47. Those weapons are made for war. The family of the gentleman who invented the AR-15 last week said this weapon was invented simply for war,
2: mm-hmm. not
0: for private use. So some sanity has to be it happened, and I'm so proud of, of the Democrats who have stood up, finally, finally got some backbone, finally to stand up and bring attention to this issue because it's past time. It's more than past time that some action was brought to this. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they just took the availability of too many guns. We don't need to make guns like we make cars, like we made Televisions, like we make refrigerators and microwaves, or a pair of shoes, mm-hmm. it
2: isn't.
0: It isn't something that this society
2: needs.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it, now, it's not, and and, and, yeah. and I'm just sad and hurt and 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 afraid of of this sick society right now.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, because you know, for all of us who believe in something higher than ourselves and, you know, it's very in tune to the Bible. Um, you know, in the book of revelations, it states, and I'm paraphrasing that people, you know, you know, you're going to start living in bricked up houses. Do you see this as a possibility Reginald coming down the line?
0: You know, just speaking of that this weekend, uh, because uh, it, it was so warm, I kind of hibernated in, in the air conditioning. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and all of the trailers for movies that, that I happened to see were all about violence. One movie, and I can't remember the name of it. I don't even want to remember the name of it. it, it the, the theme is crime is, is legal for 24 hours. You can do anything you want twenty four Yeah,
1: hours. for 24 hours. Yeah, that's ridiculous, isn't it?
0: And, and they're showing the destruction of the city that, you know, looks like a war zone. And, you know, personally, that's not something that I want in my psyche. Personally, that's not something that I that I would spend a penny to see. But, but they but, you know, these movie companies will finance something like that. But if you go to them and say, you know, I want to finance a kid's story. Oh, no, we can't do that. You know, we're, you know, you know but you can finance something about 24 hours of, of crime and shooting and mayhem. And, mm-hmm. and, and then you have our uh, politicians who are ratcheting up, I'll just say the word Donald Trump, who's ratcheting mm-hmm. up hate and lies and, and fear,
2: mm-hmm. and,
0: and people who are not stable, people who are afraid, people who think that the world and everyone is against them, they hear these things they hear these things and they take action
2: mm-hmm. so, they know, they
1: they, they actually yeah they actually think you know um, because these are people who are not as you know uh, maybe strong minded um, yeah. in the in the manner in in the positive manner this you know strong minded can go either way negative or positive but for those who are not strong minded in a positive manner, then, yes, it is true, brother. They can't think, you know, oh, oh, you know, uh, it's, it's getting ready to, you know, uh, um, you know, rain uh, uh, bombs in a minute. So now what Whoa. I'm going to do, brother, I'm going to uh, take a break uh, real quick. And I'm going to ask my listeners to get up and stretch and get some coffee, tea or water and come back with me. Hi listeners, this is Teresa E. Keeves and I want to talk to you about bullying. Do you know that bullying is still a constant negative in our society? not only for children in grammar schools and high schools, but also in our colleges, university, and workplaces. I want you to know that professional mediation is a great method for resolving issues regarding bullying. It also allows party members to engage in a much-needed conversation to clarify what the issues are and to resolve them without the involvement of law enforcement and in relation to our children, the possibility of school suspension. Need more information? Please give me a call at 623 Five nine four five six five seven, or visit my website at www.tekmediations.com.
0: Now it's time to put it all on the table through mediation. Here's your host Teresa E. Keeves.
1: Thank you, thank you, listeners, for turning um, tuning in back with me. This is Teresa E. Keys, your host of Put It All on the Table Through Mediation, and I'm with my guest, the world's best health, mental health therapist, Reginald C. Campbell. And the topic of our show today is, will we as a nation ever learn? Now, before we went on break, we were talking about the heinous things that continue to vice grip our nation. And, um, one of the questions that I was asking, um, uh, my guest is, you know, what are a couple of items that would help us grow, you know, into, in you know, into getting uh, a better footing um, as a nation, you know, regarding this violence. And um, I just want to I just want to tick in real, real quick, because I, you know, I have some other things I want to talk about. You mm-hmm. know, our time goes by so fast. Um, mm-hmm. There's a, there's a few things. One thing I, I feel is that people and I've said this before and I'll say it again, is that people are disconnected. Totally disconnected from the source. Okay, what do you mean by that, Teresa? Well, what I mean is is that there is something higher than ourselves. There is something that commands this whole world, this whole universe, and and things like that. And um and and you know uh, I I also think that uh, because of this, people are more and more people are becoming lost. You know, you've heard of the phrase yeah. a lost soul. I, I say, Reginald and my listeners that we are seeing a lot of lost souls. If you don't believe me, let's check out road rage. Let's check yeah. out the mother here in Arizona who recently took the lives of her three beautiful children. Um, let's, let's, let's talk about, um, uh, the, the weather is very hot here and people will go up on the mountains and then they expect to be rescued. Um, now something that our aunt used to say she's no longer with us her name was um um Leida Humphrey she uh was uh, uh she had a PhD in mathematics uh, but what she said um she used to say is that people are losing their minds and I'm just wondering is you know when I was coming up I'm like what is she talking about but you know as you grow and you learn you expand and you see um I say that people are losing <laughs> losing their minds, you know. Um yeah. I don't think that it's just I I wouldn't I'm not saying that this is for everyone. Now hear me clear listeners. This does not mean that there is not any good and greatness that is happening in our world or in our nation. However, what I am saying that it is a tremendous amount of negativity that is Closing in on the goodness and the greatness. And that's what we got to be careful about. One of the other things that um, I'm talking about the mind, because I did a lot of study on this spiritually and and, uh, you know, general academics and uh, reading uh, books by Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Ayala Zant of the worlds. I I implore you to go out and get these books and read these books. Because uh, these these authors of these books, they have an array of books. And I bet you you will find um, some that will, um, you know, spark your interest and you read it. And it talks a lot about about the mind and and how how things that um, uh, that are happening in the world and everything. For example, um, uh, Reverend Shuler uh, said this. Well, he said a number of things that stuck with me, but he said this. Be careful. Of who and what you allow in your life, because you will, because they will become a part of your life for the rest of your life. Okay, and before we we left for break, original uh, you you talked about the the trailers of uh, the movies. Uh, the Purge is one. I think maybe that's that's mm-hmm. one that you were you were talking about. The Purge. I'm like, I mean, like, come on. That trailer is even worse than the, than the, than the, than the one that was out before that. You, you see what I'm saying? And now as from on a historical point, I'm going to say this and then I want to hear from you from a a historical point, listeners, movies, when they were created way back in the days of Charlie Chaplin and all of that, it was for entertainment. I'll say that again. Movies were created for entertainment. Even hence the song. That's entertainment. Okay, what is so entertainment and entertaining about seeing people get chopped up, um, you know, hanging from the rafters? And how is that entertaining? It, it, you know, I, I, mean, really. Now, if someone says, "Oh, yes, that's entertaining," then I'm going to give you my brother's phone number, and so that you can go and make make an appointment and see him and and his colleagues because there's something wrong. There is nothing happy, um, uh, giddy about that. Okay, it, movies are supposed to be uplifting. They're supposed to tell a story. You know, these 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 heinous movies they have out now. It, it really isn't a storytelling. It's just about a, a about a bunch of a bunch of mess. But 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 uh, I, I I'm giving you the floor now, Reginald. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Yeah, it it um it it's sad that it? there was. Uh, a song in in the uh, from the 70s, and I think it was recorded by by the chairman of the board. And I have to have to, have to look that up. You know, I'm a, I'm a, a, a music buff, you know, the r and buff, and and the title of the song was Stop the World." I want to get off, mm-hmm. and 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 I thought of that this weekend after hearing just so much about you know. Because mm-hmm. it's just it's just so much. It's just so much. And but I, I truly believe what Dr. King said that love trumps hate. And it is absolutely ironic to use the word Trump. But love, mm-hmm. Trump, hate. And mm-hmm. then, and simply do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you would not like to be this. to your race to your sex, your origin, whatever are these type of people and all that you know stop generalizing enough. Created and, for love, by love. And it's a blessing to be on this earth every single day. And, mm-hmm. and you're right. You know, you have to be careful who and what you would add in to your circle. I, I was mm-hmm. using this example with a client a week ago. Um, I said, if you're, um, if you're not a bank robber, you don't believe in bank robbery, or things like that. Can you be friends with someone who does this? No, but... No, but he's a nice guy. But if but if this isn't you, if this isn't what you're about, could you be mm-hmm. friends with that person
2: mm-hmm.
0: and tell me why or why not? So we had a good conversation about that, and it was a good, you know, I wanted him to think. I wanted him to think about these things that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where I was getting at, we kind of touched on, on the political thing, and he said, well, well, I don't like everything Trump says, but or how he says it, or, you know, but, 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 but I like how he, how he says it. Okay, we're not going to agree with everything, everything a politician says. Okay, that's, that's true. We know that. But you can't tell me that if you're not a racist, that if you're not a homophobe, that if you're not, you know, any of these things, that you can support this person because that's his policy. So but those are his policies.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and the Republican Absolutely. Party is trying to have it both ways. Oh, we don't like all of the things he, he said, but, but I'm going to support him anyway. And, 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 and maybe he'll, he'll start to get it together and, and, and he'll be more presidential. And, you know, look, you can put lipstick on a pig and send him out into the yard. And
2: he's going to go right to the mud. Why?
0: Because he's a pig. Because he's a pig. He no matter you, how you dress him up, he's going to be what he is.
1: You, you, you are what you are. You know what I'm saying? You are what you are. Now, what you said about love is a good segue, brother, into what it is I want to talk about next. Now, I came across this article. As I said, I'm a researcher and an educator. And, and if you don't, I believe that listening to to my programs and even the preface of my show says that I am here to inform and educate. On media.com I came across an an article by Jennifer Mahoney And It's titled Mm -hmm. Creating Psychological Safety at Work isn't just about avoiding a workplace bullying complaint. Okay? Now I'm gonna read you a little bit about what she says. She says that When employment relationships take a turn, they can often feel like there is no way back. All right. She says that, um, that mediation can be a powerful tool in rehabilitating working relationships. And she says to do this, the mediator needs to create an environment which allows people to be both authentic and to express themselves in ways that are appropriate and do not result in recrimination. Or further negative conflict. All right. Now she says that um, behavior in the workplace, excuse me, is key to whether employees are happy and productive. I've talked to my listeners about um, um, employment, you know, being that their environment and employee and all the employers that's out there that if your environment, you know, is an environment that does not speak of what I just said, then productivity is going to fall and you're going to lose great talent because of it, okay? Now, a recent article in the New York Times confirms this. It says, everyone contributes equally to conversation, and all team members had high degrees of social sensitivity, meaning that they are skilled at picking up on verbal and nonverbal cues to determine how team members were feeling. Now, since we are in a whole thing about teams okay in our organization in our organizations now so so you see this is what i'm saying about professional mediation and how good it is to use workplace dis- disputes as this uh miss mahoney is saying in this article relating to team environments especially since as i said before that all organizations are set up you know with, with teams okay and you and you all no, as I said, who listen to me on a regular basis, I talk about workplace mediation on my programs, you know, a number of times and at a lot of employers, you know, they use supervisors, group leaders, managers, or the company's human relations, um, uh, human, you know, resource individual as a resolutionist for employees issues, not, <laughs> you know, bullying in the workplace region is not getting any better. You know, and and uh, hence the you know. Let me tell you, hence the flavor of our society right now, brother. I mean, it's it's off the chain. And yeah. it is the fact that since we must work for a living, and since that is the case, then why not make the environment at our workplace an environment where we feel safe and appreciated? And when there is something that is not going right, you guys, particularly pertaining to a person completing their task. They should be able to talk with someone with experience and knowledge and they that can open up with the dialogue, a sensible dialogue, Reginald, where the concerns can be heard from all sides and dealt with so an amicable resolution can be achieved, thus avoiding loss of productivity, hurt feelings, exit of organizations, talents, and I'm going to bring um, that you know the the, the word uh, that the the um, author brought in was recrimination. Okay. Now, Reginald, do you think that involving this psychological safety at work will be beneficial to those who are seeking you know you know they they need a professional mediator you know for example to assist them in what is bothering them so that they can be more productive and happy? Do you think that um, you know, a mediator would be beneficial in you know these kinds of cases.
0: I, I do because you know, again, people people want to be heard, and and that supervisor he or she may not be trained or have the people skills or the listening skills or the the you know, caring person. You know, I've worked at organizations where. Um, people, the supervisor was not caring. You know, they didn't have good people
2: skills. They
0: didn't. say they, they they weren't nice people. And so you can't go to if you're having a complaint with that person, and that person is the one who is going to be overseeing the issue, uh, along with maybe his or her supervisor. How is how is that going to work? That that's not going to work. So having a neutral party, it's always good to have a neutral party who can come in and see both sides, mm-hmm. and train in mediation, um, who can, you know, give both sides and, and have both sides heard. And and people bring because of what's happening, people bring their sometimes bring their issues to work with them. If someone mm-hmm. has a sick child or they've been up all night with this sick child, and they leave work, and the husband or the wife is at home with the child, or the grandmother, or the sister, or the babysitter, or whatever. They, they bring those issues with them. You can't just turn it off. You know, because you have this sick person at home, or if you're a caregiver to a loved one, a, a, a mother, a father, or, or whoever. You know, you bring those things with you.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: sometimes, um, you know, it can affect a person's productivity. Or mm-hmm. if um, the person who is in charge of this person is not very nice and caring to this or sensitive to the person who has these issues at home, you know, it can, it can cause problems. And they, uh, the supervisor may not be aware of what's happening at home, or they may be aware of what ha- what's happening at home. Either way, if they're aware or not, it, it should be a safe haven. It should be, uh, uh, you know... Uh, uh, an environment where uh, people are appreciated, and when you appreciate it, productivity goes high. I mean, just think mm-hmm. of how children act when you praise them, when you tell them good job. Oh, this is this is great. You really did a good job on that, how their face lights like, up, uh, how they mm-hmm. want to do better, how, how they want to please. And it, it goes back to what, what Christ said about be like children. That's another mm-hmm. perfect example of just being like children, how we, you know, so. Um, so you, the you know, the question is. I'm yes. sorry,
1: go, go ahead.
0: Yeah, so I know that was kind of a roundabout way, but the answer to your question is
1: yes. Mm hmm. Fantastic. Well, you know, I'm going to say this and then I'm then I'm going to go into break. Now, having been in the corporate arena for, um, you know, many years prior to you know, moving on to what I'm doing now, you know, I, I always took note of how people felt. Okay. And there's a tremendous amount of recrimination that goes on in the workplace. Okay. And, um, a lot of people, um, you know, are, are afraid to say anything because, you know, of recrimination, you know, it's, yeah. it, it's just, just going back and forth, back and forth and, and nothing. And nothing, uh, uh, you know, gets, gets, gets resolved. There is no resolution or anything because, as, you know, as I had said before, they hire or, uh, you know, they, they, they allow their people who are already in there, which look, Reginald, they can already have some kind of biased opinion about the individual yeah, right. who comes to them, uh, with a right. complaint. And so they've already was the judge and the jury as they were reading this thing and and calling these people in for for the meeting they already you know knew what how they were going to do it i mean this it's it's totally ridiculous you know then a lot right. of uh just want to touch real quick on you know um uh, about leaving and and this 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 is, even applies to going into work, leaving your biases at the door when you go in mm-hmm. uh, for mediation, as I said to to all of my fellow mediators out there, leave all your biases at the door. Um, when you're coming to work, it may be very hard, but, you know, uh, because sometimes, you know, every day isn't going to be, you know, rah, 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 sis, goombah. So, you know, you're going to have to, for me, I, I say prayers and things like that so that I don't bring that in there because the people that I'm Um, Going to be associating uh, with for however many hours, seven or eight hours. They didn't have anything to do with what's going on uh, over there, you know. Right. And and a lot of people, you know, supervisor may you know tune into something, and a lot of people don't want to talk to them because it's Mm -hmm. their personal business, and also they're thinking, you know, this this person may go back and say something that they said in which I. I I can attest to that because during my tenure in the corporate world, it went on a whole heck of a lot, way too much. But listen, stay tuned. I'm taking a quick break and come back with me. Hi, listeners. This is Teresa E. Keeves, and I would like to know if you are having issues or disagreements with your neighbor and you have reported it to the HOA. And the issue still has yet to be resolved. And now you're feeling as though your concerns have fallen on deaf ears and you are not sure what to do. Don't think of litigation. How about professional mediation? Mediation is becoming very popular for resolving issues in a timely and cost effective manner. You see, unlike the litigation process, the mediation process, parties are given a platform to be heard and open communication between the parties is established. Professional mediation also combines neutral advocacy, implementing evaluative and facilitative techniques, Empowerment is developed as the parties are very much involved in solidifying an agreement with the guidance of the professional mediator. Would you like to know more? Give me a call at 623-594-5657 or visit my website at www.tekmediations.com.
0: Welcome back to Put It All On the Table Through Mediation. Here again, Teresa E. Keeves.
1: Thank you for returning with me. I am here with my fabulous guest, the world's best mental health therapist, Rachel C. Campbell, and we're having a great talk about will we, our nation, ever learn? Now, um, I I wanna I wanna kind of like get get into something uh uh Two, th- this is another article that I came across because you did mention, Reginald, about mm. love. And love does trump hate, period. So you can think what you want. I'm not the purveyor of your mind. I'm the purveyor of my mind. And I know from my own experiences and, and what I'm seeing that love trumps hate. Now, having said that, the path of love and conflict, this is what this lady by the name of Lorraine Siegel wrote, okay? Now, she says that love isn't often talked about in most workplaces. <laughs> we won't get into that. that is not talked about in homes and everything else, but we're just talking about yeah. the workplaces right now. And when an organization is looking for someone to help them with persistent conflict or antagonistic patterns of interaction between people at work, the need for love isn't likely to come first to mind. She said that I learned about the big difference between settlement and true resolution. She said it is perfectly possible to reach a settlement agreement about money, services, or another issue just with logic, self-interest, and a little empathy. But when people have ongoing relationships and need to keep interacting and working together, what is really needed is to change their hearts and minds so they can find love for themselves and compassion for the struggles of others. Okay? She says that the path of love and conflict resolution doesn't mean you have to like the other person. And this is something that I say to people all the time. It doesn't necessarily even mean you have to keep working with them. But it does mean letting go of resentments and looking. Here we go. Here's the big one. And looking at your own assumptions and behavior, looking at that man in the mirror, brother. You understand what I'm saying? The writer has written something that I do not hardly see from individuals in the field of uh, mediation besides myself. And that is how to invoke the necessary things in the process of mediation with your clients in order to get all involved in the dispute to take a deep breath, knowing that it is all going to work out for the best. Now, the writer also talks about um, Reginald and my listeners about how she had to look at herself. And she was in a situation regarding a woman who had a group meeting with her and she was um, hard hearted, let's say. Now, the woman who was leading the meeting was stoic in her ways, let's say. And she also uh, threw shade at the writer during the meeting, which led her to become quite furious with this person. Now, the meeting ended and the writer want, you know, was wanting to give this person a piece of her mind. You know, I'm, Mm -hmm. I you know, she had walked out to her car and she said she stood there for about five minutes contemplating. I'm going to go back in there and I'm going to tell her off and so, 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 so. so. But she said, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, to prove that she was wrong and that the writer was correct. Okay. now she Mm -hmm. says that an inner voice spoke to her and asked her. And I quote, has anything ever good come? Has anything ever good come from doing what it is that you want to do? Okay. now having a peaceful heart, ladies and gentlemen, is what it's all about. You know, now I have spoken about this, Reginald, several times. You know, the importance of peace and its benefits are phenomenal. Now, being mean spirited and hateful only satisfies the dark spirit, spirit, which tears us apart. Brings on negativity, illness, long-term sickness. It keeps us lost, never finding our way. So once again, Reginald, I think that this is something that would be beneficial, not only for helping those in our practice, but to also benefit ourselves. What do you think about mm-hmm.
0: that? It, it, it is. It's, you know, I always with, with um, especially young men who, who I worked with and worked with in Chicago, you know, who were who are gang related, and you know, or, or even people who are kind of have that mean spirited um, thoughts, I always come at them like this. Okay, so you're so you can be mean, so you can be, so you can say bad things, you can say hateful things. Okay, so what? So what? So what? You could be mean. That that's that's not a badge of honor. So what? You can say hateful things. That's not a badge of honor. What else can you do? What else can you bring to the table? What else do you have that can not only lift someone else up, but most of all firstly lift yourself up? Because mm-hmm. if you don't have love, compassion for yourself, of course. You're not going to have that for others. You can't give to others what you don't have. If someone least ten dollars and you have three, you can't give them ten because you only have three. So it's so it's going within ourselves first. It's going down within ourselves first, and looking at what we need to to change and on a daily basis. Evan knows I have to check myself on a daily basis, and those times when I don't check myself or not able to check myself on a daily basis, oh, there are negative repercussions, um, you know, emotionally. It may not come that day, but it may come that uh, the next day or the two or three days after that. So um, it's like a plant. When you plant a seed, the seed grows down first. It grows down in the ground before it comes out of the ground. And it's mm-hmm. the same thing with us. We have to, and I'll just personalize it, but I have certain things that I have to change about myself. I have, mm-hmm. to, I have to go in first. I have mm-hmm. to see about myself first. What am mm-hmm. I doing wrong? What can I do better? How can I be a better person to me before I can be a better person to this client that's sitting across from me?
2: Mm-hmm. How would I want mm-hmm.
0: If it was someone I love sitting across from me, or me sitting across from from a therapist, how would I want to be treated? How would I want mm-hmm. my love to, want to be treated? So you have to mm-hmm.
2: go into self
1: first. And absolutely, you're correct. And 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 I would like to 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 tag on that, um, um, uh, Rachel and and my listeners, is that you know I've always loved the slogans of, of, of businesses, which is, you know, I, I have a, a, MBA and, and things like that, but like, like Nike, just do it. And, um, mm-hmm. um, uh, years ago, the Quaker Oats man, you know, nobody knows thee better than me. That really struck with me. I'm like, you know, that, I like that. Nobody knows thee better than me because it's and true. He, nobody, you know yourself right. better than anybody else. No, you know, if you have anger issues, you know that if you have any other kind of issues, you know what you said doesn't feel good, and and that you need to rectify that. You you know that. But here here's the mm-hmm. thing, um, Original, uh, um, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to move on to another subject because as I said, I want to get this uh, one more thing in before we go, is that people don't want to go down into the depth of their soul and look at themselves because they're scared mm-hmm. of what it is they may see. They don't want to face those demons. So they just keep on doing what it is that they do and they try to mask it and all of that. But, you know, it's going to come out, but they'll, you know, they'll try to put it back in there. But instead of going in and dealing with what it, you know, the, you know, the things that they need to deal with. And it's a, and it's a, it's a, it's it's, a wonderful feeling when you go in and you, and you clean and And um clean all of that stuff out of there, you know all of that stinking thinking you get all yep. of that stuff cleaned out, you know, and yeah. you know I'm not talking just to be talking because I did it with myself, and I consistently do it you know and it's a it's a great it's a great feeling, and this is why you know i I help others, and this is why other people you know they look to me for you know advice and and things like that you know it's 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 a good thing, you know mm-hmm. now. I want to get on to this because, as I said, we have a, a little bit of time left here. Um Now, I want to talk about the Second Amendment, you know, real quick. You know, they, they constantly are bringing this up. All, oh, you know, about the gun violence, you know, it's the, the Second Amendment and so forth. And so the Second Amendment to the Constitution. OK, it, it isn't a real huge thing, the Second Amendment. You know, I'm just going to read some of it. It says, uh, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Okay, so how did that turn into the right for people to go out and buy army, you know, army-regulated, should be army, you know, uh, uh, armed forces-regulated guns for protection? I mean, what you know, you understand what I'm saying, Reginald? They're just, they're, you know, it's, it, yeah, it's just they they take that, you know, that 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 amendment and they just stretch it into however they want it to be for other reasons, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but people always take only a piece out of out of something. Uh, you know, the Second Amendment
2: doesn't,
0: it doesn't mean that you can have a. <laughs> you know, not doesn't, doesn't mean that you can have a nuclear bomb. You know, people take pieces of of things, how it can work for them. Um, With John Lennon, we were getting on John Lennon some years ago. John Lennon said that we're we're more popular than than, than Christ. We're more popular than Jesus. Now, the writer left the part out where John Lennon said we're we're more popular than, than Christ, but we're only a band he decided mm-hmm. to leave that piece out and make it sound like John Lennon was saying, oh, we're, we're better, we're more popular than party." So what he was saying was, we shouldn't be more popular than party We're only a fan. So people exactly. can sing you know, pieces and cousins, shit and face, however they wanted to sit. And you're absolutely right with the Second Amendment. It doesn't mean that you can, and again, the keyword militia. You're, you're not mm-hmm. the militia. you know the red coats aren't coming, All the don't have to ride around and tell the red coats are coming. I mean, come on. You know, seriously. So, but, but again, I'm, I'm really happy and proud that the Democrats are, are taking part. And I'm sure that there are, are Republicans out there too who want sensible gun control laws. They, they want mm-hmm. it where if you can't get on a plane, you can't go and buy a gun.
1: Terrorists are saying, if you want to do ugly stuff in America, you get, get it done. you done. If you get them easy in America, it's a social gun show. I mean, come on, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I was uh, reading, um, um, uh, okay, I was reading this, this article I have about 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 two minutes, I was reading this article and it says Americans don't just have the right to bear just any arms. Okay, it says that let's start with an undeniable truth. In the United States, the people have the right to keep and bear arms. And let's then acknowledge that the childish interpretation of the constitutional amendment that Americans have the right to whatever accessory they can put on in or over gun for the sole purpose of making weaponry as a first step toward dictatorship. Caught in the middle are the majority of Americans who think people should be allowed to keep guns, but seesaw over tougher laws regarding, uh, those weapons. You know, I mean, that, the you know, the, you know, I've come to the, you know, I'm closing on uh, my show, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to thank my guest, um, Reginald, uh, Campbell for, for joining me for this very important topic. We're going to, uh, continue this topic. I'm going to have part two of it. Two weeks from um, today, I will um, uh, also be bringing in another guest with us to, to discuss uh, will we as a nation um, ever learn. And um, I, I want to say to you that I hope that in, in, in this talk that I've had with my guest um, that you have learned something. And um, if you need a professional mediator, uh, give me a call and um, go to my website, www.tek um, Mediation dot um, uh, uh, com and um, and look me up if you need any uh, mental health uh, assistance. Call Reginald Campbell at four eight zero three zero nine seven three seven four. Everyone have a great day. Be safe. Be aware of your surroundings. God bless you. I'll see you in two weeks.